I speak to a lot of women regularly who feel really, really bad that they can't quote unquote get their act together. Well, I have some news for everyone today. Most of us are still trying to get our act together. I don't care how old you are. If you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, there is no one including myself, no one who has it together all the time. What happens is the older you get, the wiser you get. And hopefully, you know, because you've sought out knowledge, you find better ways to doing to do things so that less often it's crazy. But it doesn't mean that life still isn't going to get overwhelming or anxious. It will always be so, right? But at the end of the day, you'll learn better ways of managing it. And so that's what we're going to help you with in this one today. So regardless of where you are in your journey with yourself, we're going to give you some strategies on how to manage your anxiety. Let's do this. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. So glad to be with you all. I've been having so much fun with so many of you. Um, been talking to so many of you guys in DM on Instagram and through Thrive Muslima. You guys DM me all the time, all the women in uh, Thrive Muslima and also in the book club. And if you have like signed up for the book club originally and have missed the past couple book clubs, which I know happens, uh, just know that next Sunday is the last one. And it's been really good. Women have been really opening up just one sister last week. I'm going to give her a shout out right here. And I hope she hears it. Amy Mabruk, Aleph Mabruk, one of our students. Um, she also just happens to be in the book club. Um, just got married. She announced it to us. And we were all on the line and we were all excited and congratulating her. And that's what sisterhood is. We're supposed to be together. We're supposed to cheer each other on. Too many women are actually competing with each other. I don't I do not do competition. And I, it's more about community over competition. And so what I want to share today is a piece of what I've learned about anxiety and how to manage it within myself. And I am constantly trying to share these things with you sisters because I want the same for you. I want the same for you to feel good and to not feel inadequate. There was a time when I was younger when I really struggled with that. Um, I came from a household where it was really, really hard for me to sometimes feel good about myself as I think many of us women do. And then as we go out into the world and it's tough outside of your, you know, family house and you have to deal with real things like work and career and family. And as you're trying to figure things out as you go, sometimes it gets overwhelming. Sometimes you get to stages in a marriage, like if you're married, where things are really emotionally overwhelming. A lot of you, especially when I did the, um, the marriage series, a lot of women called me, uh, they, like 20 times more than usual. I could not even keep up. And I'm saying that out loud because I want women to know if you are struggling in your marriage right now, you're not the only one. So I need us to normalize um, these things as Muslims in the community and not make them to be something we should be ashamed of. It's like you have a low iman, you know, taqallah, you know, Allah, you know, no, no, no. We are all just trying to support one another and make it. So alhamdulillah. And so we've helped those women. And you know that we had the entire um, marriage abuse course. A lot of the women joined it and they're, you know, really, really enjoying it. But I want you to know that these things that you're going through are normal. So today we're going to cover anxiety. I'm going to help you try to identify if you are anxious, how to know if you're like an anxious in the state of anxiety now, if that's more likely what you have or what you're experiencing. And then kind of some one or two tips because we have a ton more coming throughout the month, but one or two tips on exactly how to manage that a bit better. So it's not taking over your life. Cause I think, you know, as well as I do, when you don't manage those things, they go into every facet of your life. And one thing that we reflected on the book club that we all recognize together 
we were going over um, Ideal Muslim, as you guys know. And so there were so many levels of that book. We, it started off with you and Allah, then you and yourself in the next chapter, like you and your spouse, you and your, you know, your children or your in-laws, your extended family, you know, your community, your sister, your neighbors. Like there were so many awesome areas that we went into. But no matter what we did, we learned that it all comes back to the self. And so many of us feel out of control, quote unquote, because we have really, really difficult life challenges right now. And a lot of women are like, no, 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 like you don't get it. Like I would love to do that stuff. I would love to fix things about myself, but my situation just doesn't allow me in my house. This is my environment, you know, like with my parents, I live with my parents and it's crazy. And it's like this, they're so toxic or my family's so toxic. or My friends are so toxic. A lot of people talk to me about toxicity. Um, and so people feel really like they don't have the environment in order to fix themselves. But guess what? Not true. Not true. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says it's not true. He explains it in so many different ways. I'm not going to get into all of it here, but I just want you to know I'm not um, invalidating what you're going through. That's not what I meant. What I mean is you can take back control. You have more control than you realize. And that's what we realized in the book club. Even though we felt like the problem was our husband or the problem was, you know, our in-laws or our community or our sisters that we had to deal with on social media, we realized in the end, so much of it came back to us. When we read the Ayat of Quran together, when we read the um, different hadith, we realized we had so much more control. And so today what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a little snippet of how to get a bit more control within yourself and kind of what it takes to do that. So basically we're going to cover... What are some of the signs of anxiety for a person? So you can kind of see if you self-identify, if that's you, right? And then the second thing is we're going to go into just like one or two tips on how to do that. Now, many of you guys know the only announcement I'm going to make right now is in regards to anxiety. If you want even more information, we have a free class that is only up probably until like the 29th, 30th. And then we're closing it. So I put the links below for that. We have an entire another free class. This is the first month we've ever had two free classes because I know a lot of women are going through a lot of stuff. I want you guys to get as much information as possible. We have another free class on how to master your emotions. That one I'd love for women to do first before the other one because that one gives you an entire background on your thought process. And what I want women to know is the way to honestly save yourself in your life is to please, please get a hold of your thoughts. That is what did it for me. That was my biggest pivotal change, I will say, from being a woman who would like cry on a dime, like I couldn't control, like if something was jarring me um, in work situations, career, I would start to melt and fall apart. Um, Situations with relationships, I couldn't hold it together. You know, like when you're having a bad relationship with someone, especially if it's a husband, um, I didn't have that, you know, with my husband now, but my, my, um, my previous marriage, oh gosh, that was just horrific. When you're struggling and you have an issue with your spouse or parents, like something where it's a significant person in your life that's really important, um, it's often really, really hard because those thoughts about what you're going through dominate your day. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever gone through that? Like you have something going on in your life and you can't think about anything else. Like you're trying to be in the moment, you're trying to like pretend it's not happening, you're trying to like go shopping, do something, but like you just can't stop. And then the worst, oh, the worst is when you put your pillow, your head on your pillow at night and it all comes flooding. There's nothing to distract you, right? That's why people scroll their phone all night. You're there like trying to scroll your phone all night and then like you're you're there to like gosh know what time in the morning and then the blue light on the phone actually makes you not be able to fall asleep so then you find like oh you know what i gotta go to sleep i have to wake up for pleasure and then you put the phone down and then you can't sleep because of the blue light right because the blue light coming from the phone usually is typical for um insomnia and then people have insomnia and they toss and turn then they miss pleasure and then they have a horrible start to their next day that's what women describe to me all the time right does that sound like you 
Okay, so then you need this podcast, and inshallah, visit to Allah, you're welcome, welcome to join the two free classes that we have completely free, okay? And as you guys know, last thing I'll say, we totally opened it up today. Very excited. Last thing I'll say is, we are doing a huge, like literally the biggest we've ever done Black Friday blowout because we're about to, um, I know we have the whole week in the U.S. of that. And we start it from Monday. We're going to end it from, it's going to go Monday to Monday till next Cyber Monday. And this is crazy, I know, because so many of you guys asked me um, about joining all the things we have in the um, school. It's going to be buy one, get one free on courses. So if you've ever loved or admired anything that we do and wanted to join, you now can get two courses actually for one. And some are completely half off. All right. So you guys, the links are below. DM me on Instagram, whatever you want. But get on that because that is a first and a last for this year completely. And I will um, draw you right now into what we need to do today for the podcast. So if you have ever been a person who feels like you're anxious, you're not alone. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran that he has made mankind anxious it's literally indeed mankind was created anxious in the quran 79 uh surah 70 um ayah 9 so this has a lot of meanings to it but one of the most important ones is that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created humans for paradise but brought them upon the earth right so what does that really mean that means that humans are in an environment that is actually not normal for us we were actually originally like native of jannah Subhanallah. Therefore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation, which is us, right, goes through an array of emotions in this world. And while there are positive emotions that we feel, you know, there are also difficult ones like anxiety, sadness, depression, overwhelm, which is why that is the highlight of this month because I know so many of us are going through that. And I brought that up this month in November because next month in December is usually when people start to do these like getting ready for a new year, new me type of thing. And we're going to do a lot of stuff. If you guys have seen our YouTube videos and stuff coming up, um, it's been a lot of emotion, but we're going to shift in December to morning routines, evening routines. Oh my gosh, I haven't done a morning routine since 2019. I have so many people watching the morning routine we have up on YouTube and it is so old. (laughs) It's actually shameful. So we're going to have a new one up, but what we have been putting up also, just so you know, um, because many of you guys want to see a lot of the stuff I'm talking about right here and in previous podcasts in action, I'm doing a lot of day in the lives. So I just finished filming one yesterday. My daughter and I, we went on a huge like international food tour and I filmed it. And again, at the same time in that one, it was probably one of the worst days I've had in a while. So I'm there very candidly on the camera saying, this is a horrible day for me. So I thought I'd take you along to see what my horrible day looks like and what I do when I'm having a horrible day to make my day better. So I think that's just maybe another another one. That one will come out in the next 24 to 48 hours from when this podcast releases. But I'm just letting you know, like we're starting to do those so I can incorporate some of this and what it looks like in real life, like uncut day to day. So I hope you guys really enjoy those. So let's go into kind of what would constitute maybe if you're a person who is a bit more anxious than you should. So some of the signs of anxiety are feeling restless, wound up or on edge, being easily fatigued. See, enough of us, we don't pay attention to our body. We just assume we're tired because we went to sleep late or maybe our schedule's off or maybe we're not eating right or exercising. Now, FYI, it could be all those things too. But 
we need to also pay attention if the fatigue is also almost like an anxious mind fatigue where we're really putting our brain and our emotions and our psyche through a lot. We're just, the, the, the thoughts just rushing, rushing, rushing constantly. And our body, um, you have to imagine your body is constantly having muscle tension, which is another sign, constant muscle tension. So if you're the kind of person who's constantly getting stressed, like people are irritating you like nobody's business. And that's another sign, easily frustrated um, because we're tensing up our muscles in our shoulders and then we're releasing them. And we're tensing them up and releasing multiple times a day. That exhausts you. Many of you guys know in one of the podcasts that I did a while back, I was very frank with you about when I finally left my huge position in education, I was done, right? I've, I think if I could think of all the fitna, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen, that I've had, it was mostly through careers. In my earlier days, it was through my self-identity and through my first marriage. But after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helped me overcome that, and then I learned how to marry the correct way, which is what I teach you guys, you know, all the time in the Muslim Marriage Lab, and I share that. Once I was able to overcome that, the next thing I went through was my career fitna. And that phase of my life or chapter of my life, and I tell women this because I want them to understand you graduate in your book of your story. Everybody has like a story and that story can be written and rewritten and so forth. So in the next level of my story, the next chapter of my story, once I conquered the relationship stuff, I understood how to have healthy relationships and healthy marriage. And that was really, really great for me. Alhamdulillah, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all, all credit due to Allah. You know, a lot, a lot put me with the right people because I, I kept renewing my attention. I tried to follow him and he let me study under people and they taught me. Um, the next chapter I went into was career. Now, career caused me so much fitna. There was a constant imbalance, right? As a, as a working woman, and tell me if you guys can relate. You're working and it's like work, 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 career, career, career. And in the West, it's just like they want you to work yourself to death. In Europe, it's difficult, I know as well. I talked to like, I think 50% of our audience is actually from the UK. We have a huge audience in the UK. I don't know what it is, but we really, really do. Um, and so alhamdulillah, maybe not 50, maybe like 45% because we have a lot across the US, Canada and Southeast Asia and Pakistan and stuff like that as well. And um, actually like Finland and um, the Netherlands and places you wouldn't imagine different places in Nigeria and Gambia, like just we're, we're across the board, but a lot is in Europe. And the reason I say that is because... Um, you guys in Europe, you have a way better um, vacation system than us <laughs> because um, in the U.S. we don't have a vacation system. Literally, no isn't. I've said this once before. No one is entitled to a vacation, like ever, unless you have an actual career. With at that point, if you've worked a certain amount of time, sometimes they will give you one week off a year, two weeks off. The crazy thing is. Oh my gosh, if you ever got three weeks off, like, and then sometimes holidays sprinkled here and there, but it is really, really a mental health crisis over here because you never get a break. So the point is, if you're a woman who's working like that, and then you have a husband, and you're supposed to cook, and you're supposed to clean, and then you have kids, Allah forbid, I had a woman the other day call me, she has kids with, um, like, special needs. Come on, you have so much pressure on you to do everything, and then we wonder why we don't feel so well. So like I said, your body could be constantly fatigued because we are burning ourselves out. That's another podcast I did. Go back and learn about that when you learn how to deal with burnout. But so with anxiety, you might be highly irritable, muscle tension, so you're constantly fatigued. It's difficulty controlling your fearing, feelings of worry. 
You're constantly worried about like, but what if this and what if this and what if that? You might have insomnia and difficulty falling asleep, restlessness, or just basically unsatisfying sleep. So these are things, if this sounds like some things that you've been experiencing, it doesn't have to be all them, then most likely you are anxious. Okay. So we're going to talk about what you need to do. And, you know, like I said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that anxiety is a real thing because we're not in the place we originally belong. But then that means we have to learn how to manage that, right? Okay, so we have to learn. And I hate to say it, but like 90% of people who listen to YouTube videos for self-help or like podcasts, um, they don't actually do anything anyone actually says. They listen to it. It sounds good. But the people who actually do something, that 5-10%, do you know, you know who they are? They're the people who are hungry. The people who really want to fix themselves. They're tired of living the way they are. And that's really, really true. Like I had one sister, her name was um, Fatima. And she used to tell me all the time, like, you know, I, I know I'm like this, but like when I get to this level, like it'll get better. When I get to this level, it'll get better. Like when I finally get married, when I finally get a house, I'll get it together. I'll work on that then. But what we're doing as we're delaying is number one, there is no promise that'll happen then. We just think it'll get better, quote unquote, then. But there's actually no promise for that. And in the meantime, we are self-destructing. We're ruining relationships. We're making ourselves physically sick. And we're making poor choices often in the small things. And those little things add up to your own life. The quality of your life ends up being the quality of your choices. And you cannot make the best choices when you're constantly in a state of anxiety. Speaking from the truth, speaking from personal experience, guys. All right. So let's look at what we can do today. So what I want you to do is understand that one, you need to understand the process and the plan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, in Surah 8, verse 30 says, but they plan on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best of planners. I don't care who you're dealing with in your life that is causing you pain and anxiety. If it's a particular person or relationship, because I get it. I know you guys go through a lot. You tell me all the time. Allah is the best of planners. Nobody can plot against you. And I said this to a sister the other day in a call. She says, oh, but this and this and this and this person is causing me stress. I have a lot of girls that call me up because their father is really difficult. I get it. I know. And so I want you to know is, Sometimes the father is like literally like force the girls into things they really shouldn't be doing, like whether it's marrying somebody or whatever. And what I'm trying to tell them is, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explained to us through the Prophet, peace be upon him, that even if the nations were gathered together um, to harm you, they couldn't accept if Allah prescribed. And even if the nations gathered together to help you, they couldn't unless Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prescribed. The pens have been lifted. The pages have dried you know so like at the end of the day we think we're like a slave to our situation we're not you just need the right plan sis and if you don't know how to do it yourself that's why we are here right so thank you for coming thank you for working on yourself Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it easier renew that intention to do it for him and the sake of increasing yourself in your relationship with him and he will make it easy for you and you know combined with the right level of ibadah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to know that we can find ease in our hearts, right? He says, verily in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, do the hearts find rest, right? And so, for example, I want you to know there was um, a sister named Neda. She was recently in, in our school and I was talking to her the other day because she had given me an update on her situation. And she said, you know what? I truly, truly believed 
that because of the situation with my family and just like how quote unquote, you know, she said messed up they are. Um, but you know, everybody has problems in their family. That's normal. She's like, I didn't think I would ever be able to feel good about myself. I just felt horrible. I did not love myself. I just thought like, this is never going to get better. But I realized as soon as I learned the tools of what to do, everything changed. And I realized the change needed was not with them. It was in myself, the way I responded to them, the way I thought about myself in relation to them, the way I perceived my, my, um, possible solutions for my situation. So, so much of it is, is in your control more than you think, sis. And so having the right plan is super key. And the last piece of advice I'll give today is the ultimate secret that we all have to learn in terms of that plan, which is a skill set on how to re, um, respond instead of react. The majority of us with our emotions, we are reacting. And I hope you have heard me said this many times. I want it to be like pinned on the wall for you. What is the difference between a response and a reaction? A reaction is that knee jerk one. Like somebody says something like, okay, let me tell you a, a perfect one for a reaction. You're driving down the road. If you're a driver and somebody cuts you off and you're like, Hey, like that's a reaction. It's just your natural like, right? And you just feel like, oh, slighted. Or um, you, you see like you put up this post about something about your life and you feel like whatever. And somebody puts a comment and you read it and you're like, what? what? Who does she think she is? And then you just go, blah, blah, blah. And you feel like that thing you need to just say it right now because you're so irked, annoyed, mad, sad, you know, angry, whatever it is. You just need to like blurt it out. That's a reaction those often come from the part of the brain that do not have much logic okay we're just like knee-jerk reacting and those get us into a lot of trouble and they're often not productive and they often often come from a place of anger not a very islamic place sis not a very muslim place it usually comes from a very physical place we're in the animalistic part of our brain okay like the reptilian brain so what we have to learn how to do, which is not hard, it really is just a skill set, is we have to learn how to respond. There is a way to pause, get back your sanity, and do something else. And what is the what is the benefit of that? One, you stay physically healthy because all of that jerking and reacting is just clenching and tensioning your muscles, number one. Number two, you not getting a grip on your anxiety is causing you to constantly be irritated by everyone around you, and it is changing the way you look at them even if they're people you're supposed to love like your own kids like your own spouse like your own parents you know like whoever it is and at the end of the day if we don't get a grip on that that's going to seriously ruin relationships and that's a fact because I talk to women all the time about that and the other thing the risk of not getting a grip on this is is it's going to eventually make you lead a life you weren't meant to lead what do I mean by that well you had a purpose. Allah made you for a purpose. And the majority of us, we're not living out our purpose. We're living out our reactions to our life circumstances. That is a very different lifestyle. That is a different quality of life. Allah gave you a life of ease, but you feel like it was a hardship, right? Like, oh no, I got this going on. This. But maybe there were other ways to manage it, but we didn't see it. We made poor choices and the results of those choices is now what we're sitting in, misery. So if we can learn how to get a grip, change our perspective or change our situation by learning these skills, we can live an entirely different life. And that is what I was able to do after I was taught that. So I am, again, totally say, speaking from a place of been there, done that. So I can tell you it's liberating. So 
if you need to no longer feel the way you do, just know that there are tools out there and you don't have to change your life environment completely to feel better, to do better. And I know if you could do that too, that would be even more amazing, right? But for the people who can't, what a ray of hope from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Absolutely a rahmah, a mercy. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I want you guys to just get a little glimpse today of me telling you it's okay to feel the way you feel. It's totally normal. We were originally meant to be in Jannah. So now that we're on the earth, we are not meant to be here. This is a place of maybe like injustice, cruelty, and whatever. So we have to need we need to learn how to manage our emotions. It's a skill set you have to learn. The majority of us don't know it. It is not something you're going to get when you go to primary school, when you go to secondary school, when you go to university, you're in college, or wherever, whatever you want to call it, in wherever you live in the world. You're not going to get that there. Nobody teaches that. You know how I know that? Because I'm an educator and I've taught worldwide. Nobody's teaching these skills. These are taught in homes. And not everybody's home teaches it. And if you are a person who wasn't taught it, like myself, in your home, then you have to go search for it. Now, if you're here, thankfully you're in the right place where we do teach that. But at the end of the day, I want you to know, without that skill set, you're going to struggle and continue to react. So I encourage you, if you want, down below, we have the free classes. You're more than welcome to get even more free information there than we already have free here on the podcast. If you guys want to join our entire course for that, you're more than welcome. We lay it out step by step exactly how to. And if you want to take advantage of all the Black Friday stuff we have, if you get access to even more stuff, more than welcome. We are all about making it easy for women, but we cannot get you to start. That comes from you. You have to really want to no longer live like this and you have to want to change. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for all of us to love him, get closer to him more, and to be closer to our purpose and to find ease with our anxiety. Ameen. Ya Rabbil Alameen. All right. Love you guys for the sake of Allah. I will see you on Friday. Don't forget the deal is here the entire week. Until then. Yalla. Assalamu alaikum.